Back again are the SE boys, and there's all four of us here today. It's the same as last week. We're starting to get in a bit of a routine at the moment. We're going to go clockwise first, and I'm with Lottie here first, the, the host of the lottery, mate. How you been, mate? Um, what are you doing right now as I'm... I'm, I'm waiting for the next uh, week to run in about three minutes because <laughs> I have a healthy investment on a horse. Um, and it is recorded on a Wednesday as we usually do, so make of that what you will. Cody's back again, mate. How did you go in the return? Is that is that why he's back, do you reckon, Hicksy? Yeah, I think you want someone on both about how well you're doing. So, welcome back, mate. Thanks, I think you're low at all. <laughs> did, did you wonder? How many, how many quarters did you play? I played the full game. Yeah. Yeah, I played all four. So, I got through it. But, um, yeah, I didn't have, had not a bad first half, but second half done fuck all because I was just out of petrol tickets. Super coach points? Um, not much. <laughs> <laughs> Buy, swap, or sales. Yeah. So, and Hicksy's back again, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Um, glad to be back. I just said as I walked in, the week's gone pretty quick. So good to be back there. How are you? Fantastic, mate. We might as well do a little bit of a wrap on what's happened in the week of sports that has happened. So the AFL round 16 is completed. We saw what we saw, and the best bit about it was that the power, they had the power to win and the power to Dylan Brooks because, yep, that's right. We've seen a Houston Rocket. Houston's kicked the big rocket from outside 50 for the win for them. And the North Queensland Cowboys, I'm not sure if you've seen that on me story, boys, but they went broke back mountain style of top Cowboys because they absolutely gave it to the West Tigers, winning 74 to 0. It was an absolute pumping, if you will. Um, and that was that was great. But as me and Lottie were just talking about off air as well, it's sort of like the, the RSL tradition on Anzac Day because the Aussies have gone two up. And they've just absolutely taken the, the the lead over the England cricket team. And yeah, I, I, did, I watched the first few of the first couple of days, but when it got to the last hours again, I'm going to stay up and watch that. And it was the best fucking decision I've <laughs> ever made in my life. I watched every single minute of that game, and I did not regret a second of it. Says more about you, but continue. The Palmers are the biggest fucking sooks in the world. That it has been shown that many times, like Brendan McCullum, Johnny Bear, so they are the biggest fucking hypocrites in the world, and they're they're slamming the Aussies and the MCC members, and they just they act like they're the biggest hot shit in the world. Like spirit of the game, spirit of the game, we'd never do that. Fuck off, you <laughs> fucking cocksuckers. There's no way. Well, I couldn't agree more. How do you boys see it? I know you're a big cricket man as well. Did you watch any of it? Um, yeah, I watched all, or I wouldn't say I watched all of it. I watched, um, all of the last day up to lunch when, um, what's his name? Ben Stokes was just going hammer and tong and Cam Green, the six foot seven bowling machine was walking in and bowling his fucking pies and whatnot. I went to bed and I was like, oh, we're going to fucking lose this. It's going to be a repeat of, yeah. is it heading a couple of years ago? Yeah. When Stokes yeah. went off his own bat. But, um, yeah, I go, buddy, they <clears throat> sort of. Man, they're just silks. Like, it is what it is. I know, but like as Lottie was saying, like there's vision of McCullum doing it years ago. Bearso Bear, Bear, tried was, to do it a day before. Yeah, same game. And even the yeah. first game, Travis said has come in and said, it, yeah. it, like he went to go do it to him. And Travis was like, "Oh, would you have taken it?" And Joe Bear, so I was like, "Yeah, fuck no, I would have. Like, I would have taken and it." Like so. the shit you hear, like Stuart Broad saying to Alex Carey, like in the stump, like, yeah, like, like that. that's all you've been remembered for. Well, I know Stuart Broad for is not fucking walking when he entered <laughs> the first slip, so. Yeah, it's a bit, a little bit hypocritical. And then um, McCullum coming out saying, like, oh, like, we would never be with him and shit like that. It's like, good, fuck off. I wouldn't have, we would never be with you anyway. So you can get fucked. Have you seen all the shit that the PM has been posting to? Yeah. Like, just, all over Twitter, that, that British PM has been tagging. Like, he's like, any Australian journalist or cricketer wants to come on, like, talk to me. Like, let's do it. Like, you were just the biggest pack of, like, soft cocks ever. Like, he's is coming. Is Johnson? No, um, Piers Morgan. He's not Prime Minister. No, but that's his initials, PM. Oh, PM. I thought you were going, he's a Prime Minister. I'm going, hang on a minute. That's what I thought. Oh, uh, boy. Just Andrew Tate. All the, even some of the old, um, like, English fucking pundits or whatever you want to call them, like um, fucking KP and Mott Bourne and everyone pretty much just said, like, they were just like, oh, it's out. Like, BSA should have stayed in his crease and it is what it is, like. Yeah, no, it's, I don't see that it wasn't in the spirit of the game. So it's just that don't be fucking dumb, anyways. <clears throat> yeah, and like even the day before when um, Stark with his catch, they were pretty happy for that not to be ruled a catch. But then it comes around to um, the rules of the game goes against them and they kick up a big stink. But I agree with Lottie, the biggest bunch of sulks 
all of them, all their members, MCC members, everything. Um, but yeah, it was just they like it when it's going their own way, and they they made the laws, they wrote the laws of cricket yeah. over there. So why'd you put that in there? But mate, um, they shipped they shipped us off years ago and brought us across here because they couldn't handle it. Now we're just giving them a taste of their own medicine. Exactly, and they don't like it. But um, it reminds me of a story. Um, I have a mate, Baden Fallon. He um, made his debut. He's always been a tennis player. And we were playing, I was at a non-striker's end, and um, he left a few balls, blocked one, then left one, and he was batting outside of his crease. He left it and then just started walking towards me. So I start yelling at him, get it back in his crease, bang, he got stumped off a fast bowler too. So it happens in local league too. Far out. That's good mail from you. Uh, but the thing is as well, we're still up 2-0. There's nothing they can do. I, I think that's half the point. They're just trying to set the blame wide. They're just trying to make it up to get away from the fact that they're Fucking not performing like this Baz bullshit. Like, I'm sick of hearing that. Yeah, it's fucking grot. I don't think that I would have had a problem with it if <clears throat> when Carey took it, he held it for a bit and waited for Bearsa to walk out of his stumps and then threw it. Mm-hmm. I would have had a problem with it then, but he grabbed it and threw it straight away. So he can get fined. Stop injured. Yeah, and as a fellow wicketkeeper, you're waiting for that opportunity. As well. <laughs> if they're outside their crease, you're just waiting for them to do it for a bit longer and then you're running out. Staying in your crease is not that hard. Couldn't agree more. I'm I'm wrapped with that, boys. Do we see, like, I think I said it on a couple of weeks ago that Glenn McGrath reckons it was going to be a 5 0 whitewash our way. Is, 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 that on the, is that on the cards? Well, we're 2 and 0, so it definitely is on the cards, but nothing would make me happier yeah. if I don't think. We, we we discussed um, in the run sheet for today about like big sporting moments that we wish we could sort of relive. You messaged the group. Sorry, Cody. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you. I said we as a collective, mate. Yes, you brought it up. I've only done the rest of the run sheet, but that's okay. You've done one thing. But next test that that is something that you'd want to be at. I'm not sure where it's at. I'm not sure is if you know. Where Stokes did his. Imagine the scenes of like when we go like. I was listening on the radio this morning. Like a lot of the Aussie radio hosts were saying, like we actually want England to win to like keep this alive because like if we win this, like it's like like we've retained it. But like if the English win this, it's fucking on. Like if we even draw, I think we retain it. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So look, I can't wait for it. But even saying that, Liam posted in our group and said um, he like wants to get tickets for next time England here because we won't forget as well. Yeah. So when they come back down, yeah. When Bearstow when Bearstow and shit come out to the crease, and, like imagine like it's going to be happening headingly when like when Carey goes out to bat, like they are going to fucking mm. give it to him. Yes. But, like it's, it's, it's going to be reciprocated as soon as they come back over here and Bearstow and Broad and shit come out, they're going to cop it. This is the um, shot of the arm that cricket needs, I reckon. Gets that little bit of rivalry up. We spoke about. I reckon Liam said Australia versus India is a big now, and that was the biggest cap thing I've ever heard because that is wrong. False. The Ashes is back. It's always been that sort of way, so I'm looking forward to it. Is there anything else on the cricket before we move on? No, I was just going to say I'd love to see um, Ollie Robinson talk his shit over here yeah. on a bouncy Perth or Gather. We well, won't be getting a gig at that stage, surely. <laughs> it's all I'm good to do it on fucking dead brothers. Just I feel bad for Todd Murphy as well coming into the next test because I reckon they're going to take to it. <laughs> Big goggles, yeah, Murphy. So, but, um, yeah, obviously, Nathan Lyon going out is a bit sad, but yeah, hopefully Todd Murphy shuts him up and gets a few wickets. And Yeah, I reckon the Australians are just going to bounce in the rest of the series. Fuck them. Break their arms. Well, I reckon that Travis, Travis Head's going to be the man of the series. He's He's got... Absolutely. There's plenty happening in the NBA at the moment. Um, there's been a lot of trades that have c- come to fruition at this stage. Still a lot to play out. Damian Lillard has requested his trade from the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, as Hixie passes the mic across to Cody and says, mate, this is all you from this end. But um, he's basically he's done a little bit of a without the go-home factor, but very similar to the AFL how players have elected where they want to go. And he said that he wants to go to the Miami Heat, but um, with – Trades that are pending, um, teams are needed to look at Tyler Hero, who's at Miami Heat, and sort of opting out to make these sort of trades happen. Do you see Lillard going to the Heat, Cody? And if so, how is it going to happen? Um, yeah, I reckon it will. Usually in nine times out of ten, when you someone requests a trade and they make it work, to wherever you want to go, they make it work. But um, I think Brooklyn offered him a package today, which was um, Simmons, Claxton, Four first rounders and uh, someone else. So it was like three players. Simmons is the stake knives in that, I think, too. Yeah, I don't know. But um, yeah, I reckon he'll get to the heat, but I don't know. I reckon it'll have to be like a three or four team 
type setup, big mega trade or something. But I'm usually nine times out of ten when they want to go somewhere, they usually get it done. Are we going to be doing our NBA fantasy again next year? Are the boys happy to oblige at this stage? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Yeah, I've actually really enjoyed it. Um, doing the NBA fantasy it helps me get more into the NBA. I'm focusing more on my team and my players and, yeah, learning a bit more. I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, definitely. Who, who was your favourite player to watch for the year, Hicks? Because obviously you're on a sports podcast now. I've put the, put the asset on the boys and Corey just goes, no, nah, I'm just going to stick to NBA and cricket. So it was hard to sort of – but you, you've you come into the NBA. You've you've added a bit of value to it. Who did you enjoy watching? Uh, not so much watching, but um, early days, Pas- Pascal Siakam. Yeah. yeah, he was good for me. In the, Liam's boy. Yeah, Big fantasy. spicy P. Uh, he was really good. And um, the Odomino, Ad- Miles Turner. He was um, good for me as well. <laughs> yeah. So um, I just like, um, yeah, players who scored me points out my favourite players, to be honest. <laughs> oh, and you couldn't be more correct. But funnily enough, both of those are on the trade block this year. And especially, um, and I've even heard that the Pelicans are looking to him. So Hicksy's up Always. and about. Yeah. And you've got to make your split decision before the end of the year. Are you going to be Pelicans or Celtics? No, Celtics cost me um, a bit. So Pelicans. Yeah, it's always the way. How, how are the Knicks looking in the offseason? We'll keep it brief. Next question. No, we picked up um, Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> yeah, from the uh, – yeah, he's not, not a massive video, but he, I mean, he's all right, like <laughs> – No, he's actually not too bad to pick up. Like, he's a solid defender and can give you, you know, 10 points off the bench. So, here's what it is, but – Is what it is. Is what it is. Anything else from the NBA? Just a bit of attachment. Yeah. Um, what, are, what are the Aussies doing over there? There's a few that have moved. Correct. So you got Jack White, who is an NBA champion now, which I've just remembered that is one of the quiz questions. So that will be going out. Stick around for the quiz at the end, which will be good. Paddy Mills did get traded, Lottie. That is correct. He's gone to the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think as a podcast collective, we should be supporting that, guy, see, because there's all the Aussie boys there. Josh Giddy. Oh, Who's the other one? Jack White, you said. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure if that had Friend. gone. I didn't know if it had gone through. But, yeah, there's three Aussies at Oklahoma City, so they're going to be interesting to watch. They've got so many draft picks as well. They should look to start palming a few up. I reckon, I reckon – Give a couple to West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I reckon they'll um, – something's brewing at okay, so I reckon with all them draft picks, they're just going to get another star. Very – I just reckon they've got something – They really could like, use they, Pascal Siakam. They need – like with all, I know that like eight or nine first rounders in the next two years or three years or something. So you might as well piss off a couple of them to bring in another like superstar. So trade away a 20, 36 yeah, second so, rounder as well. It's crazy yeah, you can do that, eh? I don't know how to pick that. So Phoenix Suns, they don't have a pick because you can you can have ones that are like restricted picks, protected picks. Sorry, I should say they don't have one that's in their control until twenty thirty one. It's like if yeah. if this all goes belly up, let's say Kevin Durant does a season in career ending injury. It's like what are you going to do? Like yeah. you're not going to win a championship. You can't really trade. So you can, I guess you could trade players off, but very dicey. Like, like someone gives up the the farm for a player, like gives up like four first rounders or something like that, and he's in a shooting or something. In, and then the next year, uh, Mason Mount is looks like he's. Um, Close to going to Man United, and I think there's one more off the top of my head, but I can't remember. So. That is enough Chelsea talk. They finished 12, so we'll move on from that. And Wimbledon at the moment, like I said, we've had a bit of suspended play, but Hicksy's had a good look over it. And just before he gives us a bit of an update on that, I wanted to give a bit of a futures bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro's best bet. Everyone's been saying, "Where is it? You're the best punter I've ever seen. You're probably you're really you're really good looking." Just. Give us a tip, man, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> All right. I've got my man, Holger Rune. Holger. 51 schmokers. Jeez, Lloyd. So um, whatever you need to do, you steal a credit card, um, get a center link, whatever is available, get on that at $51 and gamble responsibly, obviously. So there get into know. it, Hicksy, Wimbledon. Do you know which side of the draw is? Who has to run through to get to the final? $51, boys. Let's get up and about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, obviously everyone can check their results there, but there's just a few notable winners there. Um, in the women's, our girl, um, Swiatek, she won straight sets there pretty easily there. Uh, Robert Keener got a win. Uh, Venus Williams lost. She's still going around. So she's still playing. She's still going. I think it's something like a, 
uh, some ridiculous amount. She's been there a while. And Coco Goff lost um, in three sets there. And in the men's, obviously Djokovic um, had a win there in straight sets. And the last time he lost was 2,184 days ago at Wimbledon. Last time he lost. Not bad. And um, he versus Jordan Thompson, the Australian. He, he's he won, flying. He won in five sets, yeah. So he had to qualify too, I'm pretty sure. So he's going really well. Uh, what is that? How many days? 2,184. Don't look at me, you dickhead. <laughs> I don't want to be talking about days. Why is it? I was just going to say, it's not as long as Anyway, moving on. Uh, other Australian, Max Purcell, he lost in straight sets. Obviously, you know, Kyrgios and... We talked about how um, England cricket fans are going off about the Australians, while the critics over there are going off about Kyrgios as well. Why did he? Why did he pull it? He saw ligaments in his wrists, and he was just coming back from knee a knee injury as well. If you're injured, you're injured. But the thing is, he pulled out I think two days before um, the tournament, which means that someone else like Paul or something missed out. So they're saying, "Oh." He's not allowed back, blah, blah, blah. He yeah. shouldn't come that, back. Look, that's a bit shit, but it is what it is. Yeah, if you, if, if you don't know the timeline and yeah. if you're if you, you're you not going to give up an opportunity to make $64,000 like that. Exactly. And he was runner-up the year before, so of course he's going to try his best to um, play there. But uh, Alcaraz won as well, straight sets. And Andy Murray. I was about to bring this yes. up. Andy Murray played another Englishman and absolutely smoked his pancakes. Back to his best. 6-3, uh, 6-1. Been naughty by Andy there. Would have loved him at the line. And there was also another return of Roger Federer, not playing, but he went to watch and he sat in the Royal Box. That's a bit better than the corporate box <laughs> I had on last bad, year. Isn't it? The yeah. Royal Box. But yeah, there's just a few. Um, hopefully, Jordan Thompson gets the win over Djokovic. That would be unreal. And um, we'll keep an eye on Holger as well. And just quickly, Ash Barty had a baby boy named Hayden. So there's a bit going on there. So he, he might be a, the next gun Australian tennis player. Thanks for the update there, Mitch Cleary. You absolutely nailed that, mate. Uh, Lottie, we might as well get into um, a little bit of the racing from last weekend. Um, I I didn't really have much of a, a go at it myself. But you sure about that? Oh, well, I did, but <laughs> in comparison to other weekends. But you, the floor is yours, mate. Can we, start, um, can we start with the tip you just had at Randwick? Yeah, next question. <laughs> we'll move on from that pretty quick. Um, yeah, there was a couple... There wasn't too much. Like, talking to the mark, you jackass. Um, so we are in a bit of a dead period at the moment. Like, there's no more Group 1s or anything until late August, early September. So you won't find too much yeah, going on. Um, but there were two, a couple of horses that followed from last weekend. Um, Mogo Magic, who I, I tipped in a multi, um, and the other one got scratched, actually. So it's still technically one, but you got paid about half of it. He's now four from four, and Hong Kong has come knocking on their door, and they've offered over like a million and a half for it. Um, then the trainer has just gone nut, like we're like we are keeping this horse. It is an absolute jet for a nut. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that and like they, they want to save for the Kosciuszko, and that's about a two million dollar payday. So I think they'll keep it for that. And if it wins that, they can still sell it after that, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but he's going great. He's four from four now. Um, the other two to follow. Stellar Olympus, he was in the first, I think he was in the first race of Flemington, straight down the straight. Um, he was going up against a couple of not well-seasoned horse, but like horses that had a couple of runs at the, under their belt and have been running into pretty good form races. Um, he was first up for the Hay Stable and they have been absolutely flying. So if you want to look at anything, maybe for like, the, like he might be a Cornwall Classic horse, um, but he's tipped the straight off like straight away. It, it was a pretty good win. Like he didn't really arrive at speed. He was back on and probably like three or four off for 200 to go and just kind of rid the fence and got through. So I, I've, I've black booked Stellar Olympus, so anything down the straight for those two three-year-olds coming up, um, definitely have a go at him. But the other one to have a go at was in the first phase of Rose Hill, an import for, I think it was Kiramar Davis, actually, um, Charlton Lane. He was absolutely crunched in betting. I think when they went up, it was about $7.00. And with about ten minutes to go, he was into about three dollars thirty. Um, and he, I think, that's he, fucking ridiculous. That's a fucking great go. Like I wasn't even like I didn't even. I haven't, Did it win? It won. Yeah, and won. It didn't. I think it only won by maybe like half a length or so. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I wasn't on it. I didn't know anything about it. But like they said late, they said, "Yeah, like this horse is fucking." Everyone's backing this horse, and and like after the times that come out for the day, it run the second best last six hundred figures of the day. 
Um, and that, that was only first up in Australia, so definitely follow that. Um, our best, like my best bit of the day, land by Ruby. I tipped it each way and it got second. It paid three bucks for it play, so I'd fucking take that any day of the week. Um, the winner's one to follow. Um, it was Golden Path in by Bo Mertens. Um, it was a pretty good win. Like, he rode the speed and everything, and, like, a lot of things were making ground, like, a lot of horses were making ground late. Um, but he just rode the speed, and he still kicked away pretty clearly. So I think Golden Path is one to follow. The Silver Lamp by Ruby is one to follow. Um, but other than that, there wasn't too much to recover from last weekend. Um, There's a bit of news. Um, the Kiwi jockey I was talking about a couple of weeks ago, Rumu Pin. Correct. Um, he, remember, I, I was talking about this the other week about how he's weight. Yeah, his claim and everything. Because he's an apprentice, is that correct? Yep. And so Racing Victoria, all the stewards have decided every horse that he's ridden has been disqualified. So all 29 of his rides have now since been disqualified. Um, but all the owners keep them, like, so... Or every horse that he every horse that he read if it's come first, second, or right, third, I guess. Yeah, they, they've, they've all kept their money. But if it's one, everything's moved up a place. So all twenty nine horses have since been out, and if you come second to him, you've never been allocated the first, and all the owners have been paid out and everything. So that's a bit, bit of money, eh? Yeah, it has. It has. Um, I, I couldn't believe they actually like did it, but got like yeah, they've taken it in their own hands. Um, he's still riding a two kilos now claim. Um, but, yeah, all, all 29 of his rides have been disqualified and everything else has been paid up. Oh, we love a Cox Plate here. All the boys do. We've been to a few this of them. Is, oh, yeah. So Romantic Warrior, who is, is one of like one of Hong Kong's, he's in the top 10 Raiders horses, highest rated horses of all time at the moment. And the owner has said that they're targeting the Cox Plate. We've never had a horse ever do the Hong Kong Cup, the Hong Kong, yeah, Hong Kong Cup and the, and the Cox Plate double. Um if he comes over, you've still got um, Equinox, who I highly doubt he's going to come. Um, but if, if Equinox decides to come over, you've got Romantic Warrior and Equinox lining up. And then the horse that was the beat Animo and the Queen Elizabeth Dubai Honor, who is still the current favourite for the Cox play at the moment. So if you're getting Romantic Warrior... Dubai Honor and Equinox in a Cox play. And he and Hicksy's horse. And Hicksy's horse. And my horse. It, it is it is literally gonna be the greatest Cox play ever running in, right in Australia. But I de- like I reckon Romantic Warrior and um Dubai Honor will run in it. I doubt Equinox will. He might, you never know, but still this is probably gonna be one of the greatest Cox plates ever run here. Um so watch out being that they're still trying to decide if they want to do a lead up run in Melbourne or not. Um to try to find a proper race for him, but they're waiting. Um, our Aussie Zach Purden is on 165 wins at the Hong Kong Premiership. Needs five more to tie the record of Joe Marira, and he needs six more to break the record. So, and there's only four meetings left. So, I reckon he's got it in the bag already. Um, so, watch out for Zach and a little horse named Benno. Have you ever had a bet on him recently in a in a Caulfield Cup or a couple of Group Ones or anything? He's been an absolute maiden. He ran second behind Hitotsu in the ATC Derby, running Caulfield Cups, been an absolute group one placed. And he ran around Wyong in a class one maiden over 2,100, and he won by about 19 lengths. <laughs> yeah, right. He hasn't won. He, he broke his maiden, like his second or third race. He hasn't won. A, he's been running in Caulfield Cups, Cox Face, all these massive group ones, and they've just haven't had a win to like, Fuck it, we need to win. The semi <laughs> into a Wyong maiden over twenty one hundred. He has absolutely tailed them up. So follow you know, if you want to keep following Ben Oak, keep going for it. But that's about it for the wrap on the horses. I reckon. Beautiful, mate. We're going to bring in a little bit of a new segment now, um, just to have a bit of a more better than my intro. That's just having a bit of a laugh and piss take at myself. What's probably the biggest moment in sport in the last week that we can all sort of sit back and reflect on? This week, I'm going to give it to Hicksy because um, he reckons he's the most knowledgeable out of anyone on the on the podcast. So what's, what's the biggest moment in sport from the last week? Uh, well, there's obviously been a couple. We touched on, as we do, um, obviously the cricket. Touched on. Um, the biggest moment, obviously the best, though, incident, um, Australia going to nil up. I'll throw a few more out there. Uh, there was one in the AFL. Uh, you mentioned it before, Dan. Bless you, Cody, as you sneeze. Um, in the AFL, Dan Houston kicking an absolute bomb from outside 50 um, with a heavy ball. That was uh, good for everyone except Jack. 
Also, Shane Van Gisbergen, I don't know if you saw this, mm. made his NASCAR debut and took the win in his debut, which is the first time in 60 years um, someone's won on debut. So just just to add on to that because you've you've absolutely nailed it, what you've had to say, um, there's three people that you work with in the workplace. There is the jock, so obviously blokes like ourselves. There is the just genuine loser that just doesn't like anything. No one likes him at all. So that's pretty much Liam, correct? And then you've got your petrol heads at your work. And there's all <laughs> there's all those three. So Corey's overseas at the moment, so I can pot him at the moment. But I have a petrol head at work, a uh, bloke by the name of Steve. I'm sure he definitely doesn't listen because it's a sports podcast. He's probably listening to bloody, I don't know, bloody Dick yeah, Johnson or someone like that. <laughs> yeah. But he was saying how Shane Van Gisberg on a long-winded answer I'm sounds like the bloke I was talking about. Um, Shane Van Gisberg, he was 18th on the NASCAR at the time, and he comes storming home, and all the Americans were giving it to him, saying he doesn't know how to, that how we rough ride, we rough ride around here, and all that sort of stuff. And he just took the piss and won, and he's the first one to do it in 61 years. Yeah, and um, it's amazing because he's sitting on the other side of the car, like obviously in Australia, you're on the right side. Yeah. And then over there, they're, they're driving on the left side, so he has to obviously jump over the other side of the car and win it. And, yes, yeah, big fuck you to American. Yeah, if they're going to lift us off like the England do, yeah. we'll just beat anyone, really. Go eat your hot dogs while you're tailgating out the front. We're on, we're against America and England today. Don't worry about Russia, boys. We're all... Would you rather have a big robbery against England or America? England, I reckon, yeah. I, I, I love a good pommy rivalry, yeah. Yeah. Oh, although Americans think they run everything. Yeah. They think they know. Shout yeah. out to our listeners, Steve. You don't want to go too hard at the Americans because you might get shot. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We have an absolute super quiz as well. I was hoping you'd want to hang around for it, Luddy. Yeah. I'll, I can do it if you want. I'm not doing it. Um, I need you to be in it. I've got a big sporting movement that happened last night. Is it Joey Chestnut? Chestnut. Yes. Yes. Damn it. Was it like 16th mustard belt? Did he break his own record? Eight. Yeah, 62 hot dogs to claim victory. Oh, yeah. Him and John Cena, 16-time world champions. Unbelievable scenes. You see... Um, you know you get like those on these days videos, and it might have been last year's one where he had a protester come up on the stage yeah, he, and he just put him in a choke off like, whilst he's eating a hot dog, by the way. Unbelievable scene by Joe Chestnut. Started the volume bar a few times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just while we're on it, a bit of a humorous. How many hot dogs could you genuinely eat in one sitting? I was going to say, is there bread, like, like bread at all, or just lit straight? Hot dogs? It has to be bread. I reckon I could eat at least six. Oh. Yeah. What's the like? Do we have time limit for it, or like? Oh, I'll what? give you an hour. What hour? Twenty. Well, how long do they get? How long? Oh, ten minutes. Ten minutes yeah. Oh, they get ten, ten minutes. minutes. Nah. Oh, I you know, like bread, like I don't eat much. Ten, I, minutes. ten minutes. Honestly, I reckon yeah, I could eat three. Yeah, Rick says yeah, I reckon three to four, and I'll be pushing it. What about you? In what? I'd give six a go, but I reckon about four would come up. <clears> In <throat> what? Ten minutes or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, ten minutes would be like three, yeah, three. maybe four. And like you said, I'd spew it up yeah. straight away. We will get into the King of the Hill in a moment before we get into the AFL and then straight into the quiz, the Super Ultra Mega Quiz. But uh, speaking of punting, um, I feel like it's got to get brought up. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I pulled off the biggest heist. Is that the, is, is, this, is this the biggest win of your career? Nah, it's not the biggest win. But it, oh, can we go? Like, what's everybody's biggest win of their career? Yeah, great question. Um, I'll go last. Yeah. Um, we'll start with Cody because I feel like he's a bit of the smallest. Yeah, my. Um... Actually, actually, I won fifteen hundred bucks on a. Trifecta on the dogs one day. <laughs> that is just so gross. <laughs> was it a mystery trifecta? <laughs> so I was sitting at home. It was on a Sunday. I was home. I was <laughs> at home. On the bed, like, just watching the footy and like just on the sports bet. And I, know, I had a couple of bonus bets, so I put a bonus bet on. And yeah, I won 1500 bucks. Did you know you'd won that much at the time or had no. to wait until it's in your account? Were you just going, hey? Yeah. Double checking. I was like, Watching watching the footy and then like you know you like look on sports fans like racing like thirty seconds or whatever so you put it on and then you wait like right, ten minutes or so or yeah, whatever you get back on there I was like fucking scrolling and like refreshing <laughs> refreshing so yeah so you knew it was going to be a bit but yeah. you weren't sure what it was sure. so yeah that was that was good that was that would have been like seven years ago now though 
Bloody. I think the single biggest win I've had, I want to quote in, was like, it was only about 20, like, it was about 2,500 bucks. Yeah. Um, I think I had like 30% of a Rose Hill, like of a Sydney Quaddy. Um, but yeah, it paid whatever, but I had, it was on Sportsman, how they do like the, how they do like the top toad exotics. Yeah. And like any, like on tab was paying like a little bit, like, because I did a top toad, got paid out, and I got like 2,500 bucks straight in the account. So that's like, the single biggest win I've had, but I think on a day, I think I've made three or four grand, maybe three, three grand up. But like single bet, like just a quarter, like I reckon about 2500 bucks on a quarter. It's disgusting. Put your head in. Uh, Hixie, what about you, mate? Um, I got the quarter actually. We went to a mate's house. Um, I feel yeah. bad now. Yours are all like, oh, I got the quarter, you got the quarter. But anyway, go. Where's the fun? It's a fucking trifecta on dogs. <laughs> <laughs> So we went, uh, went to a mate's house and he asked us to be a groomsman and we went out on a Saturday night, um, got blind. Um, next morning we were all feeling pretty shit with ourselves and I woke up and I think I had, it was like three grand. We won the quad, got three grand out of that and that made everyone's day on the Sunday. But um, personally, yeah, I'm, same as Lobby, like big bets, um, not huge for the single bet, but yeah, a few um, 2K weekends at the races and yeah, change your name to 2K Hicks on Instagram. Just to- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because everyone's really caring what you're up to. That's unbelievable. But uh, one of the ones, I don't want to go into some of my other multis because... Uh, you have to tell us a bit, like, we were given our biggest, you have to give us your biggest. Yeah, right. So... Um, if I have to. Yeah. He said Johnny great about a fucking other inch. Uh, so one day I was with, I was actually talking to Corey and Liam and I was like, I really reckon this bet's going to get up. And they said, mate, you won't put it on. You're scared. You're scared. Anyway, I was paying six grand and I was sitting here watching it and it was the Bulls versus, oh, I can't even remember who it was. And the it was like nine legs and the last leg was Zach Levine to have 20 plus points. And like he was averaging like 26 for the year and it was like, it was probably like a dollar 12, the safest bet for the day. And he was on 18 points at three quarter time and he was the last leg and he did not score. He was just throwing up brick after brick after brick. Anyway, they're up by like 15 points, like right at the end. And you know how they sub off players? I'm going, no, no. But I reckon my neighbours would have gone, someone's getting murdered over there. I'm going, fuck you, Zach Levine. Fuck you. Anyway, he comes up the court. And you just expect him to like run at the clock. Anyway, someone fouled him. So he goes to the line with like 15 seconds left, makes the first one. So he's on 19. And then when it goes, to, when he goes to shoot the second one, the camera pans and changes the angle to like something else that's like in the crowd. So I'm like, I don't know if he's made it or not. I'm going, has he made it? Has he made it? Then I looked at the bottom and the, the score ticked over and it went in and I'm just sitting there going, yes. So like full going off. So that's that's my biggest win. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, I reckon I could have had two of these houses if uh, that wasn't the case. But how many, Can you look at your sports bet account and tell us how many actual bets you've put on? Anyway, time for King of the Hill, please. So let's get into King of the Hill. But... Uh, the reason I did bring it up, and for some reason I've ended up stitching myself up here yet again, but on Friday night, I'm not sure if you just didn't think that was me or not, but I didn't. I, didn't. I, I tipped the I tipped the draw. Yeah. Um, Disgusting. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw you post in the group, and I thought you picked it up off some page, but yeah, if that's you, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I put twenty bucks. Um, it was my only bet for the night too, and that's hand on heart stuff because I was like, ah. Oh, I can't. It was like before the game, and I had twenty bucks in. It. I'm like, I want to. It was literally. It sounds bad, but I was like, I want to make as much as I can. And it was a draw, and then I had like three or four players to get touches, and they all just smoked out of the water. Anyway, it got towards the end of the game, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to bed, and I'm like, oh, they're up by eight points. And then I looked, and that I can't remember who it was that kicked it, and they hit the post from like ten meters out, right at the end. I don't know if yeah. he's watched it, but Sydney and like Tom Tom Hickey, he missed a heap of shots like from ten meters out. And it got me to win it right at the death, and yeah, I got four grand from that. It's gross because, like, you might just put on the draw by itself, but to add other legs into it, you're basically, <laughs> you're basically throwing the other legs to the wolves. Yeah, in the yeah. draw, but yeah, that's congratulations. I, I, I could have, yeah, like, I was saying to you before, I was like, I generally cannot believe that anybody can actually, like, a draw to me is just so inconceivable with, like, I couldn't even tip a letter like bet on it. Like it's just so ridiculous to me to ever actually bet on it. I'll be completely honest. I've bet on the draw four times this year because there's always going to be a draw at some stage throughout the season, and twice I've hit it. So it was obviously the first round yeah, I got yeah. it. 
because I was like, Matt, I'm like, this game, I'm like, I don't know who to tip. And then I got it then. And then I've obviously backed another two times. It's probably gone nowhere near in, in saying that I had St. Kilda win by 100 plus. So. <laughs> Please, God, no. I'll pit box and you rat your votes. <laughs> <laughs> we are live right now and you are not beatboxing and rapping the votes because they are prestigious. Joel Turner just threw up in his mouth just listening to that. <clears throat> so, Hixie, you've done the honours and given the votes this week. We've been busy, boys. So what have we got? Uh, yes, the prestigious votes that we haven't done for a few weeks. We'll start with the MVP. We talked about him before. Joey Chestnut gets the one vote. As Cody said, 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Um, 16 times hot dog world champ, which is five more championships than Bill Russell. Two votes for MVP. We talked about him again before. Shane Van Gisbergen, first driver in 60 minutes. <laughs> and three votes. We have to give it to the Australian cricket team. Just their performance in the first two tests and also um, sticking it right up England. And they are leading the MVP votes and that's just extended their lead out to nine votes now. So well done to Pat Cummins and co. See how many they can get in the next couple of weeks. Now onto our favourite fraud awards. We have one vote, Caroline Wilson. Ooh, (laughs) one vote's very generous too. You threw that up up there, Jack. Uh, What was that? Comments about Stewie Jury. Comments about Stewie Jury. Um, natural demeanor, um, Wicked Witch of the West, continue. She is also leading the Fraud Award vote, so she moves to eight now. Unless Jar Moran has done any more nightclub shootings, I think we should be okay. <laughs> Two votes in the Fraud. We have gone the England cricket team. Woo! The whole team. I'm keen to hear the three, actually. I knew you'd say that. And three votes, we've gone Stuart Broad. Oh. Go and get fucked. Oh, he's Tater. <laughs> 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 Yeah, fucking. Uh, he's an absolute pest. And um, yeah, like Cody said, about, you'll be remembered for that, Alex Carey. But yeah, he's been remembered for a lot uh, worse, not walking, obviously. And also, he was the third wicket in Peter, uh, Peter Siddle's hat trick on his birthday. Nice. I like it, boys. Let's get into the super duper quiz now. Lottie is joining um, for the inaugural. No, the Cups. Talking about AFL Cups, are we? Oh, yeah, I guess we can do that. Is that the reason why I come on, mate? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll briefly touch over Time Machine back across Thursday night's game. Richmond stunk it up, didn't they? They were porridge. Um, do you reckon that's going to cost Andrew McWalter a chance to become the coach? Because they got smacked by 81 points. They were never in it. Well, it doesn't just cost him a chance to um, – well, I don't know if it costs him a chance, but if you're saying that, it's not just for Richmond because he is like – on show for the rest of the um, clubs as well to be the next coach, whether it be next year or the years to come. Um, obviously, he's um, in the front runner for Richmond because he's already there. But, yeah, 81 points. Brisbane, obviously, a good team up there at um, Gabba. But, yeah, it does hurt his chances a little bit. But, yeah, we'll see what they do this week. I love it. All right, on to the Friday night's game, which was the draw that we spoke about. Sydney definitely should have won that. They had ample opportunities, and it's reflected by they kicked six goals, 18. Um, much to say about either side, Cody? Um, I didn't watch it, to be honest. I was watching the cricket. so oh, Fair just, enough. Just watching Lottie draw a big cock on your window at the moment, which is good. Yeah, um, exactly right. No, I thought... Um, Apparently we're in year nine. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it looked like it was a good game, so I was... I watched, I watched the last five minutes on the phone, so but um, I didn't watch the whole game, so I can't really gauge too much of it. But, um, yeah, probably a game you'd expect from the last year's grand finalists. One one thing I will take away, Errol Goulden is a gun, and he's going to be even better. If he had converted a couple of chances there, he had 28 touches, 26 touches, sorry. He kicked two behinds that he probably should have kicked. He had nine tackles as well. So he was fantastic. He went at 42% though, so that kind of stunk it up for him. But other than that, yeah, he done well. He did. On to Saturday's game, um, Adelaide versus North. North were right up to it till about <laughs> half time, which sounds weird to say, but um, they played all right. Their, their percentage of the 15 rounds is fifth worst of every, like, since the yeah. AFL, VFL started. Yeah, even the startup teams, yeah. like, it's, it's crazy. Fucking, I think the thing that's worse is GWS. Yeah. And their twos lost by, like, nearly 200 mm. the weekend just gone too, so. So my uh, my point for bringing that up is, do we feel like North Melbourne sort of getting 
a little bit sleek because Clarko hasn't been in there. West Coast has been getting absolutely poleaxed. How do we say it? Do, do, should North Melbourne be under the pump a bit more? I don't think so. I reckon North's been in more games than what West Coast have. Yeah. They should have beaten Sydney. They're not getting smashed everywhere. They should have beaten Sydney in that little free kick count. Arguably should have beaten Acid in the way they played. So, yeah, I'd agree with that. Just sort of mm-hmm. asked. Um, so, yeah, everyone Geelong? Yeah. Um, radio. Next game here. No, it's not the Mason Redmond Cup. Yeah. I refuse to have that. Uh, I believe there was like a Sean Edwards, I think, played for both teams. Sean McKernan. Sean McKernan. Yeah, he was all right. And then Jake Kelly. Jake Kelly, yeah, yeah, the ball. Scott Thompson. He played for Essendon. He played for Essendon. He started Essendon. Yeah, yeah, right. Josh Jenkins. JJ. Is another one. So who are we tipping? This is – it might be a bit biased, but I nearly see this as one of the games of the round. I, I tipped Essendon simply for the fact because if Essendon win, I get a tip. If not, they lose. So <laughs> – I think they're happy either way. <laughs> yeah, they're they're cool. Hedge, hedge your bets. Yeah. Hedge your bets. Uh, other boys? Um, is it at Marvel? It is at Marvel, so it's three goal berries. Um, yeah, I'll um, I disagree. I'll go Essendon. Um, Mark Keane, Cody, your boy, might come in for the Crows. So look out for him. He's an absolute star. It's fucking tall, Blake. <laughs> meant to be coming in. He'll play on uh, Wiedemann, who hasn't kicked a goal in five games. Because he sucks. Now, I just want to talk about one person in Essendon who's my favourite Essendon player by country mile. Ben Hobbs. Ben Hobbs. He's, he's a ball in there. He's, he's going to be absolutely yeah. gun. He'll go somewhere else. Yeah, he'll, he'll win. Yeah. Oh, ben Hobbs Cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we'll get on to the Adam Chera Cup now. Blake Akers. Blake Akers Cup. A lot of times in. Any others? <laughs> That's the only thing I know. <laughs> Reese Palmer. Reese Palmer. Not yeah. bad. He played one game for Carlton. Was there a Silvani that. Alex Silvani. Silvani. Yeah. And then uh, Robert Warner. There you go. So maybe you should tip him more. Yeah. I, I, I have tipped Fremantle. Hicksy? It's a free it's a free-o. Uh I'm going to go Fremantle just because I don't think Blue's going to have a ruck, and I think Pitnett and DeConing are both injury clouds at the moment. But, um, yeah, Fremantle over there as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Carlton in the upset. Not necessarily an upset, but I think they should win. Okay, 215. All right. Time for the super quiz now, boys. Are we ready to go? This is Lottie's debut, mate, so we'll make yes, the rules clear. Your name is your buzzer. A point is worth a point unless stated otherwise. And may the best soy boy win. All right. Ready for question one. When was Lance Armstrong stripped of his Tour de France titles? Nick Watt. Full names. And... <laughs> No, and, don't finish your question off now. No, there's a bonus it? point on top yeah, of it. He, he, okay, he, okay. He, yep. So when was Lance Armstrong stripped of his Tour de France styles? 2012. He was, correct. And for a bonus point, how many has he won? How did you know that stack, by the way? I reckon I've seen it. Like, I reckon it was on the bottom of a couple of draft lid. <laughs> 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 oh no! That is incriminating. <laughs> oh, I need to clip that. three. I don't know. He's won seven. Sorry, he had the question. Yeah, I, I, I generally recommend the one with Carlton Draft Bottle. The new boy off the block. Question number two: What NFL team was fined one million dollars for deflating footballs? Ben. New England Patriots. Correct. Cody, what are you doing? No, just, just All right. Waiting. Question three. How many goals did the Sydney Swans kick against West Coast when they won that massive game? Cody. 38. Incorrect. Nick. 32. Incorrect. Ben, 28. Incorrect. 33. Go, go around again. 33. Incorrect. 35. Incorrect. Ben, 34. Incorrect. We'll go 36. around. What? We'll go around one more time. Isn't it 30? Is it 30? Is it 30? Yeah. 39. Incorrect. 35. Incorrect. Correct. <laughs> Jesus, boys. I knew that. <laughs> well, yeah, I, knew that. <laughs> I don't know how you get a point for that, but you'll get one. All right. 2-1 and duck eggs McGee over in the corner over there. Okay. Question four. Before this year, who was the last Aussie to take a five-far at Lord's? Nicola. Five we get hauled, by the way. Shane Warren. Incorrect. Ben. Ben Hilfenhouse. Incorrect. Great, though. Um, 
Peter Siddle. Incorrect. Do you just want to go around again? Or? Yeah. Nathan Lyon. Incorrect. Mike, I guess so. Josh Hazelwood. Incorrect. Are they good? Or they James Patterson. Incorrect. Go around again. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the last guy. The listeners are all spewing in their mouths on their drive home. You pace bowler? Yeah, he, yes, he's a pace bowler. No. Take Cummins. Incorrect. Glenn McGrath? Incorrect. Someone already said that. Ben. I don't know. This yeah. is the last guess. Oh, I think I know who it is Ben, was it Dennis Ooh. Lilly? Incorrect. Star. Incorrect, boys. The answer was Ryan Harris. Well, we threw the boys off with that one. Still 2-1-0. Okay, question five. Which sport does Robert Whitaker compete in? Ben. Get out, USA. Incorrect. Ben, MMA. Correct. I'll give you that one. So he doesn't. So, yeah, technicality. But yeah, yeah, it is a technicality. So, but yes, you do get that one. So Hicks is going out to a 3 1 0 lead. Question six. Oh, boy. <laughs> to the nearest meter, how far is the three point arc from the basket in a basketball? Meter. Nick. 30. <laughs> oh my god. Hey! <laughs> what did he say? Uh, ben, 10. Oh. Incorrect. Okay, four. Incorrect. So you're just going to all have one more guess. And it's not 30. I'll give you that tip. Because that is further than the whole court. Ben, 12. Incorrect. Nick, 8. Incorrect. Six. The answer was seven, boys. My apologies. Oh, no. Five. So it's not 30. Well, he had six. You had eight. I don't know. I said eight. I said eight and six. Four. At the start, he said 30. No one, <laughs> no one got two, it. He said to the nearest meter. I said four. He, he said 12. He, he said 30. So I ordered him the nearest meter. He doesn't have a point. We'll give him one. Far out. You're back with your stupid questions again. It's a great question. If someone didn't come up with 30 to start with, it would have been all right. All righty then. Question seven Who won the last Melbourne Cup? Nick. <laughs> that is not an answer. I'm oh, sorry. You're out. You're out. You gotta. You gotta wait till it comes around. Yeah. Ben, the giga kick. No, incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Melbourne Cup. Oh, uh, I can't believe what you didn't get. Nothing. All right, I'm gonna do a countdown. Five, four, three. Oh, no. Mr. Fury. Two, no, 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 everyone. Ben, gold trip. Correct. Oh, yes. fuck it. Huge. He takes a big lead. Four, two, one. The boys need to catch up now. So we go to question eight. Which two Aussie golfers made the, the cut last week at US Open? Cody. Um, Cameron Smith. Correct. And Jason Day. Incorrect. Adam Scott. Incorrect. Ben Minwoo Lee. Correct. Half a point each. So four and a half plays two plays one and a half. All right. Moving on to question nine. And by the way, we've got 13 questions this week. So question nine. Same question as last week, and I'll break it down because Lottie's just been involved. You can only name one team in every sport who wear this colour, and it has to be their primary uniform. You get one point per league that you name, okay? And the colour is purple. Cody. Freo. Correct. Melbourne Storm. Correct. Wait, what are, what are the leagues you can Because last week it was a bit questionable. Well, yeah, that's a different sport. All right. So what I said, Freo, Melbourne yep. Storm. It's two points. Can you keep track? Yep. Freo, Melbourne Storm. You said Freo, Melbourne Storm. <laughs> can we? Um, yeah, yeah. So I, can I chime in or do I take his point? Once, once he's done, you can. He's gone. He's out. So two points for Cody. He moves to three and a half. So I got 
You can't use that. Yeah. You can't use that league okay. again. So NBA Sacramento Kings. Correct. Bang. One point. Soccer is Fiorenze. Correct. They use purple. That's two points. Um, in NFL, it's Baltimore Ravens. Correct. Three points there. Um, is that not <laughs> Do they use purple? Yeah, there you go. We're just waiting for Lottie's last answer here before I cut him off. Yeah, no. That's it. There was, the only other one I could find was the Colorado Rockies. They use yeah, purple as well within their name. So you got three. So Lottie moves to five. Uh, four and a half. Four and a half and three and a half. Oh, we've got a bit of a tight contest here, boys. I like it. Lottie's just steamrolling himself I've got a good question at the end, but I don't know if you used it before, so I might throw that out. Question number 10, for three points, apart from Dom Bradman, which three Australians have scored an Ashes century in three consecutive series in England? Cody. Steve Smith. Correct. Ricky Ponting. Correct. Matthew Hayden. Incorrect. Two points. There's one left out there. Remember your own scores too because I can't keep up right now. (laughs) One last names your buzzer boys. Ben Martel. Incorrect. I'll give you one more guess each. You can come back in as well, Cody. Now, one slot he's had it. One slot he's had to go. Justin Langer. Incorrect. One guess each. That's all you get. Mm. Today would be fantastic. I'm just thinking, mate. Nick Osman Kawaja. Incorrect. Oh, that's not that a bad, that that's a a bad shout. That's yeah, not a bad shout, actually. It. Yeah. it wasn't a good one either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you lost, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a great reference. Perfect timing. Calm voice. Mark Clark. Incorrect. I like to get that's the best guess. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all pumping each other up here. That one's fucking got it. Chris Rogers. Incorrect. The last answer was Steve Waugh, boys. All right. Question 11. Who's on what? I'm on four and a half. I think I'm on five. I am on four and a half. Okay. Here we go. Question 11. Who won the Brownlow in 2014? (laughs) That's why you get one vote. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah.